0: Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. Come to me, all you who labor in our heavy laden, I, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For my yoke is easy, my yoke is gentle and lowly, in heart, in spirit, and you will find you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden's light. Say that with me. My my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Somebody say his yoke is easy, and his burden is light. Ha! Huh. He comes today. Because he is in the heart of motivating an ox generation. Turning to and tell him it's an ox season. Oh. It's an ox season. We can see that there is that the Lord has graced us. I want you to understand that He graces us for this moment right now. He's been working us into a place of participating in the plowing. And you say, what are you talking about? He gives us, what is grace? Grace is the ability to operate. I'm going to say that again. Grace is the ability to operate. Turn to Abram and tell him, but you got to be positioned for the ability to operate. So what does that mean? It means that as you are in position of the ox. How many knows there's strength in an ox? Yes. And so as you are in position of the ox, there's deutimous power that the Scripture talks about. If you start looking things up, you'll see that this is a greater power and potential than you can, than, you, than we can even work up. How many knows that universal can't even describe the power that we're talking about? And so we see that it's a deutimous power which it's going to compel us not to go back. But to press forward. And so God is saying, I'm I'm giving you an opportunity in this season of Rosh Hashanah. We just, how many are very familiar with Rosh Hashanah? That we just moved into a new season on the Jewish calendar. Oh, and religious spirits just love when you get into that stuff. But listen, if you don't think that Jesus cares about his culture... <clears throat> then you're not the bride of Christ, right. yeah. and I won't get into that. That's another sermon for another day, and it's a good one. And if Amanda don't preach it before I do, she will. She will, and I'm okay with that. But 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 Rosh Hashanah is is the Feast of Trumpets. How many is listening for a sound? Oh, you ain't here. How many listening for a sound? And Revelation four tells us that there is a trumpet. Calling us higher. Now, listen to me. I know that we are going to a place that is beyond our imagination. It's a place called heaven. How many knows that? You've heard it all your life, and you are excited about going. Come on, we we better be excited about going to that place. But God says, "I want you to pull heaven into your space." He says, "There's a call." What are you saying? He's multidimensional. If I can get this in your spirit. Listen, it took me a while to understand this. His word is multidimensional. What are you saying? His word is for is to come. His word is for was. And it's for is. Somebody say it it is. For this moment. It's for this season. It's for this time. Now is the time of salvation. Today is the day of the Lord's day. He said, this is my day. He says, this is my, why did he want to say that to you today? Because sometimes we can forget it's his day. We're too consumed that it's what happened to us in our day. And so we can come in here and we're so messed up because of all the stuff that we had to go through to get into this place that we're so distracted that we don't even understand what we just stepped into. When you get into a place of corporate worship, you get into a place of miracle. When you get into a place of corporate expression of brothers and sisters, why is the enemy trying so hard to shut the coming together down? Because he understands the capability when we come together. Come on, somebody. When we get together, somebody say, We got to get together on this we got to get together on this, even with what God is trying to say. There is a parallel often noted between the four Gospels. If you look at Revelation 4, if you go down just a little bit, that trumpet called, and it called, John said, to a higher place. How many knows he's trying to get you above uh, your situation? He's trying to get you above your circumstance, and if you read on down, uh, you will see that... Uh, It's described in in Ezekiel. We've been on this topic. God has really got us honed in on what Ezekiel saw, on what John saw. And, And I need you to understand, you will never see it with your carnal mind. You have to, for us to see what John saw, for us to see what Ezekiel saw, how many would like to do that? Anybody? Maybe some of you don't really care about that, and that's okay. But I'm hungry to see what they saw. Because why? Because if I can see what they saw, it will be the motivation. Come on. If I can see, the, if I can see with their ability, I won't be limit, limited in my ability. If I can see what they saw, and we see that, that Ezekiel, uh, uh, he saw uh, four creatures. He saw four creatures. He saw the lion. Somebody shout the lion. The lion uh, resembles and symbolizes the kingship. Uh, it is the, it is the king of kings he is the lord of lords and and the man we see he saw the man which symbolizes the intellect intelligence I'm thankful for knowledge I'm thankful for wisdom I'm thankful for data I'm thankful for things that I can glean from and that that that, that I can in Christ and, and and even literature that I can learn from and experience uh God's power uh, through the knowledge of what God has given to man hallelujah how many knows when it's under the right spout it and coming out it's okay amen and so there's a knowledge of man and then the intellect and then we see the eagle heaven heavenliness mystery and divinity so the eagle represents heavenliness mystery good to see you I didn't even know you was here Christy good to see you sorry I didn't mean to point you out but I'm just excited to see you today (laughs) hallelujah thanks for sitting on the front row where I could do that I love you amen so heavenliness and I hope that was okay. I really meant that with the goodness of my heart. Mystery and divinity. How many wants to experience heav- heavenliness? How many wants to experience the mysteries of God and, and the divinity of God? I want you to turn to your neighbor. Without humility, you'll never enter the divinity of God. Without humility, we cannot enter into the divinity of God. Tell, tell your neighbor he's going somewhere. He's just just covering some ground right now. That's all he's doing. And so we see that Matthew, we see the line. We see the Messiah in the book of Matthew. These are the four gospels. We see in the book of Mark, we see the ox, Jehovah, the servant of God. Uh, Whatever you say, I'll do kind of spirit, you know. We see in Luke, we see the the man. We see the son of man. In John, we see the son of God. We see the representation of the eagle. Now, I just want to tell you, if you look and see a picture of an eagle, you will see the prophetic. You will, how many knows that an eagle has keen eyesight? eyesight. He can see things, that hum, the human eye, and from distances and from far out places, he can see and he can hone in. How many would like to hone in on your, your adversary and swoop down and, and pick him up to, your, to, the, to the place? Come on, he's calling us up higher to a place because he knows how you can fight when you're soaring. Okay? And so the eagle is that prophetic realm. That's why we want you to dive into the prophetic so much. Because this word is so prophetic. All four aspects that I just read to you are full is the full truth of of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we understand that even in Uh, I don't want to get too deep. Please uh, help me, Jesus. Uh, (laughs) Revelation 4, we see that there's the seven spirits of God. We've talked about that. That that represents the fullness of the Holy Ghost. We can see right here that these are four facets of Jesus, four faces of Jesus, different faces, one spirit. Hallelujah. And so we can see that, that there's the four aspects that gives us the full truth. Come on, somebody say, four aspects that give me the full truth. So as sovereign he comes to reign and rule. Come on somebody say he's here to reign and he's here to rule. As servant he comes to serve and suffer. Now now that's the one we don't like so much, right? That we don't like to suffer. We don't like the servant part. We don't like suffering for Jesus. We don't like this. Hear me. I'm not talking about orphan spirit. That's a different kind of thing. What I want you to understand is as the son of man, he came to share in sympathy. As the son of God, he comes to reveal and redeem. Hallelujah. How many knows that the son of God came to reveal and heal? Hallelujah. And so there is a blending together sovereignty and humility and then humanity and deity. There's sovereignty sovereignty and humility and there's humanity and deity this is as we walk in the way of the spirit now we're walking in the spirit and we're walking you've heard me say this so many times from this platform walking in the rhythm of his righteousness and we're walking in the spirit and we're ta- how many knows you got to be intentional on that you have to be intentional to get yourself in the spirit, uh, the spirit, the spirit. When somebody cuts you off on the highway, amen. You gotta, you gotta get intentional. Be intentional when your anger and your flesh is trying to pull you one way. Come on. In this season, I'm telling you, although Jezebel's dead, you still have a flesh, and it has to be crucified and it has to be mortified. And you have, you are the only one who can crucify and mortify your flesh. Come on, you know you'd love to crucify somebody else's flesh. <laughs> Hear me right now. You know you've got the power to mortify somebody else's flesh. Oh, but somebody tell your neighbor, it's time for us to look in the mirror and it's time for us to crucify our flesh. It's time for us to mortify our flesh. And so Revelation 4, 6 through 8, in order for us to see what they saw, again, somebody say walk in the Spirit. So I'm walking, I'm being intentional in walking in the Spirit. I have to be intentional to pull out my Bible and read the Word and let the Word, not just read the Word, but let the Word read me. And so I'm being intentional in that in this season. Somebody say, help me, Lord, be intentional in my relationship with you. Say that again, help me, Lord. Be intentional in my relationship with you because these signs that came because. Uh, with the disciples is because they were in relationship. They were in the circle. They were with Christ in the fireplaces. They were around Him. They were gleaning from Him. They were learning from Jesus as they were walking. And so we see that there was miracles and signs and wonders, and we see it in these four facets of God. We see it in the four faces of God in these creatures. Hallelujah. The eagle, the lion, uh, and we see the ox, and we see the human, the four facets of the fullness of the Holy Spirit in the gospel. But even the Gospels could not contain the magnitude of what Jesus did. Are you hearing me? When he walked in the earth. The Bible says that the disciples saw many, many, many miracles. But how many knows that there's books that could not contain what Christ did and walked with them. And and, 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 and I need to move on. I'll never get past this. But, but Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus, in the presence of his disciples, uh, they're, they're not written in the book. But these are written, the Bible says, that you might believe. Jesus Christ. The reason that we can see just a little bit of what Jesus did is because he wants you to see it and believe it. Hallelujah. He wants you to read about miracles and understand that the same miracle come on that that he did uh, healing the blinded eyes that uh, the same miracle that, that, that he was the man that was laying at the beautiful gate and Peter and John walked by and said silver and gold I have none but he said such as I do have. Somebody shout Jesus i give it to you how many knows jesus if he's all you have jesus will be everything and anything that you need so he said silver and gold have a none such as i have i give unto thee why are these stories in the scriptures i want you to understand that you may have come to church and you've heard these bible stories all you all of your life but i'm here to tell you they are not a fairy tale They are reality. And the same Jesus that healed through Peter and John at the gate called beautiful. When he said, silver and gold have I none. He said, but such as I have, I give unto thee. And then he extended out his right hand and he lifted up the broken. Are you hearing me right now? I hear God saying, I'm about to straighten up your brokenness. But all you have to do is understand that if I'm that Jesus who healed at the gate, beautiful. I'm that Jesus right now that wants to heal you, uh, that wants to sustain you. Come on. I, I believe right now that, that, that he's trying to crooked some of your path. Uh, I believe right now that he's trying to break you and he's trying to immobilize you and He he's tried to paralyze you and he, he's tried to knock the breath out of you. But I hear the Lord saying, I'm the same God who was. Uh, right now I am. Uh, I am the I am. I wish I had somebody help me praise because uh, I I got a a story that I got to get through, but I see a praise break right now that if there's anybody in here who believes that he is, he was, and he always will be God, I wish I had somebody in this place to give him praise like you know it. Somebody say, yes, Lord. He came to give you life. He came to give you life. Abundant life. The Son of God came to give you life. He came to give you abundant life. What did the enemy come to do? It's already been quoted. He came to kill, he came to steal, he came to destroy. What is he after the most? Your seed. He wants your seed. He wants your regeneration. Hallelujah. He wants that reproductive system. He, he came. He's, he's after your sons. He's after your daughters. Come on, somebody. If we understand that this is more than me, this is more than just this moment. This is, come on. i got to seize the moment because i got to get in the movement so that my children don't have to go through everything that I went through. And his yoke is easy. His burden is light. And we've moved into a season of 5781. And, 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 and that, that one that's at the end, it represents the alf, which is the picture of the an ox. And I believe in this spirit that we are moving into the season of an ox anointing. Yeah. See, I'm glad one person's excited about that. But this means that the harvest is here. Come on, I'll keep preaching if you'll get excited with me. The ox season is here. The harvest is here. Everything we've been shouting and everything we've been declaring and everything we've been saying, yes, Lord, and the harvest and the resources, I come to tell you it's here. I, it's here. I said it's without limitation. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. I wish I had somebody to understand that you're not going to have to work for it in this season because it's going to show up, and the ox, I want you to understand, the ox, the bull, is such a symbol of redemption. The ox is the symbol of sacrifice. The sacrifice of Christ. We can see the priest, the ultimate priest, the Christ, the son of the living God, came down from divinity into humanity. And he went to the cross of Calvary. And that wooden, that ox anointing, he has a yoke upon him. And that wooden yoke is a representation that he carried the cross. He carried the cross for you. <laughs> he carried the cross for your situation. He he carried the cross for the next generation. He he carried the cross and we can see that that yoke represents the cross of Christ. And we can see that 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 carry he carried the cross and as we carry our cross with Christ, how many knows that we find that he's already done the greater part? Because he wants you to do greater. I wish I had somebody to understand he's already accomplished the greater part. He took the heavy part so that your part is lighter. And and so he says that I will carry the greater part. I've already carried the greater part. And we see that Jesus is the one that we can lean on. Come on. And though though, uh, though none go with me. He's beside me. I can lean upon Jesus. I can lean into Jesus. I can learn from Jesus. And the weight of the burden of responsibility, it becomes a little bit lighter. I want you to understand without him and relationship with him, your relationship and the burdens that you carry, they will be so heavy you won't be able to carry it. You won't be able to sustain it. You won't be able to keep it. I wish. I, I hope you're hearing me right now. Unclog those ears because I'm here to tell you God is saying, cast your burden upon me. He says, cast it because I care for you. You. That, what that means is literally throw it over on him. What I'm saying is, is that you're yoked with Christ. Are you hearing me right now? And the Bible says that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Said it never leave me nor forsake me he's always with me even I can look over and watch his steps and get in rhythm of what he's doing are you hearing me your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is he's closer than my brother he'll never leave me nor forsake me but he's always with me come on say he did the greater part tell him you can do greater now your yoke is easy you're not alone in the plowing. Oh, hallelujah. I said, you're not alone in the plowing. You got greater potential because greater potential is beside you. My God, I wish I had some help up in here. You got greater potential in the plowing because you got a greater potential beside you. He's with you. You're not alone in this. You're not alone in the plowing. You're not alone in the pulling forth. You're not alone in pulling and, and moving and shifting that heavy yoke of burden. He is your co-partner. Come on, somebody. He is your co-partner. He's your co-laborer. He's the one that you lean on. Hallelujah. He's the one you lean into. He's the one that you will gain strength and leadership from. Come on, somebody. You don't need any other leader but him. Come on. I- the yoke that has tried to bind you in this world. He said, I broke it. He said, I broke the bondage of the yoke. I broke that addiction off of you. Why are you still yoked to the thing that I have broken you from? He says, why are you still yoked to that relationship? Why are you still yoked to that job? Why are you still yoked? to? I don't know where this is coming from, but it's Holy Ghost. Why are you still yoked right now to fear and depression and guilt and condemnation when you got Christ on your side. When you got Christ in you and moving through you, he said, in you you live. You'll move and have your being. Oh shadowho sataya. Come on, somebody, stand to your feet right now. I'm going to get this word out. But God's doing a thing right now. He said, I'm with you. He said, you're not alone in this. I feel like just touching and agreeing right now. Don't get scared. I don't have the COVID. I have the Christ. Matter of fact, we've already been through it to get to this moment. Hallelujah. He tried to stop your breathing, but you're still here. you still got air. The yoke that tried to choke you out just broke. I wish I had somebody that knows you got a broke yoke. I wish I had somebody that knows right now that there's a hatching going on. There's some chickens about to be hatched. Somebody give God praise. Oh, I feel that. Slap somebody high five and say he broke the yoke. He broke the yoke that tried to choke you. He broke the yoke that tried to paralyze you. He broke the yoke of religion off of you. So don't you dare bind up to what he's broken you from. Don't bind with what he's broken you from. He's a, He's a... He's a friend, walk with me. Chez la that sits closer than a brother. We pattern ourselves after one another. Said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll always be with you. When I fall, I got someone to catch me. When I stumble, I got someone to hold me up because he's there. I, I said, he's with you. I, I said, he's with you. Uh, you're not alone in the battle. You're not alone in the fight. You're not alone on the field. I said, you're not alone on the field. And I want you. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, I'm straight. Oh, huh, Oh, rabbi. So we're going to plow together. Huh. Somebody say this is a season of togetherness. So we're going to step, step, step. Huh. I'm walking in the rhythm of righteousness. I'm walking in the rhythm of the Spirit. Come on, somebody. i got to keep my eyes down. i got to keep my eyes on what I'm doing. Let's go ahead and turn this way. Hallelujah. We're going to turn around, and we're going to make another line. I hear the Lord saying, you've been plowing. But he said, I'm going to make you turn now. There's There's a turn. There's a turn. There's a turn. There's a turn. Come on. He's already been sacrificed. Balaam tried to steal it. Balaam's spirit tried to steal the calf, make it a golden image. But I hear the word of the Lord saying, he tries, but he can't. Because there's a difference in the fake and the authentic. And God says, this is the year of the church to plow. This is the year of the power and demonstration. This is the year of rhythm and righteousness. I wish I had somebody get excited because I want your yoke too. Yes! Yeah. Shema, Hey, we're going to do this again. Are y'all okay with a little more? We're going to do this again. Let's lay this yoke down. We're going to do it again. Set it right there. I'm going to use you in just a minute. Hallelujah. Everybody okay with this? Your yoke just broke. Anybody just feel that in your spirit? I wish you'd act like that your yoke just broke. Come on. I wish somebody, I wish the redeemed of the Lord would say so. Because my yoke just broke. You may be in the wilderness, but your yoke just broke. I said there's a wonder after this. There's a next. There's a shift. There's a turn. There's a, Come on, tell your neighbors, it's the oxen season. It's the oxen season. What do I do, brother Jeff? Do I keep going or are you hungry? I see all those pretty plates that you post. It makes me so hungry. It's an oxen season. It's an oxen season. It's an oxen anointing. I'm about to bring my wife up here in just a minute. Without the strength of an ox, there is no harvest. Without the strength of an ox, there is no miracle. Without the strength of an ox, there's no sustainability. Are you hearing me right now? The ox can do with ease what donkeys and horses all together cannot do. It's a strength. It's a greater force. It's a strength. It's a greater force. This strength comes from service. This strength comes from humility. This strength is released in divinity because of your humility. Come on. You shouldn't be here today but because you humbly bowed and bent to the Holy Spirit because you said yes I will be the generation that will not quit when it gets muddy. I'll be the generation that will not quit. Somebody shout an ox anointing. We have no harvest without it. Without the strength and the service of an ox, there is no harvest. So you hear me right now. Stop working to get revenue and surrender to the ox. Because the ox represents revenue. I wish I had a praiser right now. All you just need is surrender. Come on, slap your neighbor high five. Everybody around you sound surrender, surrender, surrender when no, where, where where no ox are, the rough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. I'm gonna read that again. Proverbs 14 and 4. Where no ox are, the rough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. Let me tell you something. It may be muddy, dirty, filthy, it may hurt you, bruise you, and you may have some cuts on you but that means that the stall's not empty that means that God has a greater purpose that means that together as the kingdom yoked together as the body of Christ moving and shaking and stirring that means that harvest is coming somebody shout harvest blessing fruit 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 abundance. I'm going to say fruit again. Come on. Oh, this is going to be fun. It's got to be a fruity season. I'm not talking about the funny fruity, but God is saying, I'm looking for fruit in this season. And he said, if I can see the fruit on you, the force will be behind you. If I can see fruit in you, the force will be within you. If I. How do I do that? Somebody say Christ-centered. A kingdom life is both one of surrender and leadership. The glory is coming from the suffering. The leadership is coming from surrender. Ox is equated for increase. But you cannot have the increase until you decrease. See, we like the eagle because it's prophetic and it's heavenly and it's whoo. But God says, I'm looking for humility so that I can release my divinity. I wish somebody just praised him right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Surrender right now. You know what this is? It says, I have authority in Christ. Every time you put your hands together, the devils and demons run out of your house. Come on, I wish somebody wouldn't realize the, the, the authority that comes by way of humility. We got it all backwards. Well, if I clap, that means people think I'm prideful. You, The devil is a liar. You'll go clap for a team. But when you clap for him, he's saying you're surrendered to me. I'll stand with you, Jesus. I'll walk with you, Jesus. I'll cheer if nobody else is cheering for you, Jesus. Because I know I'm a winner, hallelujah. I'm on the winning side. Won't you come on over? So he says, Keep pushing. That's what he says today. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Don't throw in the towel. How many times have we said this this season? Don't quit. Keep pushing. Turn your neighbor, help him say, Keep pushing. Keep plowing. The ox is a representation of the apostolic movement of God that's, that's a digger. It's a digging anointing. It's a, a plower's anointing. It's a pioneer's anointing. Come on, somebody. It's a, God's doing something foundational in your life. That once it's established, it can't be moved. It's a pioneer's anointing. Jeff, you stepped into the pioneer's anointing. I don't know why I pick on you all the time, but I love you. You stepped into a pioneer's anointing when you said, I'll go reach the ones that nobody else will reach. That's an ox anointing. That no matter the storm, no matter when it's not coming in, when it's coming in, when it's not coming in, I'll still plow. I'll still keep digging. I'll I'll still still plow and keep digging because I see the harvest. You see, you have your focus on what? it's not there yet. You've planted for it. It's not there yet, but you can still see it. Oh, hallelujah. Those that's willing to press through the mess. You know what I'm saying? You're willing to press through the dirt. You're willing to press and dig. Do I have any diggers in here today? That means you're an ox anointing that's being released, and it's about to be released. I'm going to release an ox anointing. How many would say I'm going to be receptive today? I'm going to tell you you're crazy if you're not. All right, we're going to press through the mess. The harvest is not the picture of perfection here. I want you to understand the harvest is not the picture of perfection. You don't have to be perfect to be used by God. Oh, my God, he will he will use your imperfection to do his perfect work. Come on, somebody. So the, the 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 plowing is not a picture. The harvest is not a picture of perfection. But sometimes it is rejection. Come on, there's rejection that comes with with uh, the harvest. There's there, it's not a, a perfection kind of thing. It's not the picture of perfection. Sometimes it's a picture of rejection. But that and that rejection, uh, uh, you didn't allow it to m- uh, m- immobilize you. You allowed that rejection to move you. Come on, somebody. You didn't allow it in. You allowed it to move you. Hallelujah. You didn't allow it in your heart. You allowed it to move you. And if you did allow it in your heart, guess what? The yokes done been broke. Hallelujah. And the picture... Perfect is is not the picture that we're looking for because this push will come through brokenness. Come on. This push will come through hell and heartache. This push will come through a mess, but I'm going to press through the mess. I'm going to press through the mess until I get the message, until I get my direction, until I get the leading of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to keep on pressing. I may not feel it. I may not hear him. I may not sense him around me, but I'm going to plant. It may be messy, but... How many knows planting gets messy? It gets dirty. Your hands got to get dirty. How many know birthing is messy? Hallelujah. It gets a little messy. The birthing process gets a little messy. It can be overwhelming. It can be a little complicated, but there's a harvest at the end of your mess. I'm going to press through this thing because I can feel the enemy trying to stop it, but I'm here to tell you, if you'll keep on plowing, he said, I'm about to give you everything that you've planted for, everything you've been sowing for, everything you've been praying about every time you came to church and said hallelujah amen thank you Jesus glory to God and put your hands together for Christ he said I'm about to manifest everything you've been praising me for hallelujah and for thank you Jesus and for I wish I had somebody to understand you've been plowing for this you've been plowing for the harvest you've been plowing for revival for <laughs> revival and so there is, a, there is there's a breaking forth. I'm not going to get through all this right now. But He wants to do a new thing. Somebody to raise your hand and receive the new things. I speak new things that He's about to implement in you. I speak new ideas. He's creative, especially in these moments. Hear me. If you'll hear Him, if you'll open yourself to Him, He'll give you creative ideas. And get things wrongs out. Now, I do want to say this. Don't be scared to make a mistake. Because you will get it wrong. And you will make a mistake. But that's where we learn. I learn through the process. Because I'm working and plowing. It's messy. But it's worth it. Come on, somebody. I'm plowing, but I'm learning and I'm growing. I made some mistakes. But the miraculous comes out of my mistake. (laughs) The miracle comes out of the mess. The pain is worth the purpose. Come on, somebody. There's a harvest that's coming. There's a breakthrough that's coming. There's miracle signs and wonders. I'm going to do this, and then we're going to move on. But I want you to understand the prophetic picture that's being displayed right now. Wall Street has a bull on the street. There's a term that's called the world of trade called bull marketing. It's the charging bull. This is a term of going head in. Mm. Headstrong. <laughs> a term of going head in and headstrong, and I'm going all in. There's a statue that's it's the charging bull at the center of Wall Street in New York. This is the capital of the world's trade and stock. Now I want you to understand what just happened in China. 2021, guess what's, guess what, guess what's being put up? Their, their animal, it, it used to be a rat, but it's about to be a bull. China, 2021, one, Alpha Alpha. <laughs> Animal of the year will also be an ox. Previously, China's animal of the year was a rat. Extremely fitting sense for the rats are associated with plagues. How many knows the the, the rat eats the leftover? But the bull digs for the harvest. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. All, it's a, it's a bull market. What I'm saying, is it's an ox anointing. Now the enemy perverts. See, that's the enemy perverting. But if you can see what God's doing in the spirit. When the market is so strong and high, there is a rise in the rim of trading. Prices go up. There's an increase of value. This is when the charge, and it's a charge and go. This is when they're, they're all in like a bull. Here's what I'm saying. We must go all in in this season. I'm going to say it again with a little more force. We must be all in in this season. We must be, as as the as gambler would say, I got to double down in this season. Come on, I got to be all in this thing. I got to be, I got to be all in, and understand that I need to be all in so that I can discern the times. Come on, so that I can discern. Uh, he knows the times and the seasons, uh, but how many knows he will show you things in the spirit? And he's saying, I, I, I want to, I want you to be all in so that you can discern the times, uh, so that you can see the rise. I want to say this so that you can see your potential, so that you can. And see that your value just went up oh y'all ain't hear what I'm saying you you used to think of yourself as a little rat just eating the leftovers and the crumbs at the table but I hear God saying if you'll just come up to the sound of heaven he said I'm pulling you up to a, a, a charging bull mentality that you surrendered that you're willing to serve and God says if you're willing to serve if you're willing to be led by my spirit he says as many as are led by the spirit they are the sons of God are you hearing me right now it's an ox season. It's an ox season. I said there's some sons coming out of hiding. The bride of Christ is getting ready to rise. And where everybody's going to look and they're going to see everybody, they're going to see the church that they called a rat. The church that eats the leftovers. The church that's been in a closet in a corner hiding. I'm here to tell you that there's been a spirit of Balaam that's tried to copycat what God has already done through Christ that's why you see many babies and millions of babies being sacrificed and being killed through this evil spirit called abortion because the enemy knows that it was one sacrifice that didn't bring death and destruction and and, and evil elimination but it brought life it brought dreams it brought destiny, I wish I had somebody to understand that the enemy is a manipulator but the very fact that he tried to manipulate you is the very in fact, uh, that you just stepped into the ox sea sun, uh, there's a seas are turning to you. Uh, you're a son. Uh, you're a sonship. Uh, that means whatever he has, you have. Uh, that means whatever he thinks, you think. Uh, that means whatever he does. We hope you enjoyed this word. If you would like to hear more messages like this one, please take a second and click the subscribe button. And for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.